It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we're Mission to Planet Friday Night Games. Oh, you threw me off for a loop there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this is a kind of a surprise drop episode. Um, So a few weeks ago, we interviewed Jim Fitzpatrick, the creator of Mission to Planet Hex, about his game Mission to Planet Hex before it launched on Kickstarter. This Friday, I believe, is the last day of his campaign, which he is successful on, so... Let's all give Jim a round of applause. And being a good friend of ours, we wanted to release a little bit of a cool thing where we got to interview him, but then after, he actually turned the tables on us. So this is Jim's show. It's a little surprise here. A little little, uh, little Easter Easter egg for everybody. All right. So here is Jim interviewing Matt and I, Friday Night Games, and a little insight on what we're all about. Hope you guys enjoy. The Jim Show. The Jim Show. All right, Jim, thank you for handling all those questions we threw at you. There was a lot of them. <laughs> it's not a problem. I love to talk. <laughs> so so here's the best part about this. This we're gonna actually turn the tables on this whole thing. So you're gonna become the host and oh, you're gonna right. ask us questions. Anything, anything goes. We'll we'll answer. <laughs> no, no, as, as my friends as my friends would tell you, I love to be in charge. Perfect. All right. Well, I did I did jot down one or two things. Uh, I'll start with something easy. So if we were going to go to Origins, like what were you going to do there? Besides hang out with me? And... Well, uh, wow, that's, a, that's an interesting question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Origins was we initially asked for or we requested to get um, media, badges. media badges. And they denied us. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so our, our, our initial plan was, I was going to go anyway. I was going to go anyway. Yeah, our initial plan was if we were going to get media badges, you know, I was going to take the time to go with Matt. So he wasn't there by himself. And then they just, they denied us, but they, it was like a weird. So the rule, the rule was if you have a thousand followers on any platform, 500. Oh, sorry. Five. Okay, well, this is worse. <laughs> so if you have 500 followers on any platform, they give you a media badge. Well, we had a thousand on Instagram. We had maybe three at that time. We only had three hundred on Twitter. Yeah, maybe they just huh. looked at Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. But they just they just decided that they weren't going to give it to us, and it was just kind of sad. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm right. small. I'm small. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. just let me in. I just. <laughs> so our initial plan was to go and you know network and talk to developers and get some interviews for our podcast. Well, so like I'm, like yeah, that's what John wanted wanted to do. I wanted to go hang out with Jim. We're gonna go out for dinner, maybe one, two <laughs> nights. I might have followed you to whatever place you're gonna demo your game and really type it up. And then I was probably just gonna play a lot Thanks. of games. Maybe go say hello to the connections we did make because I know Sam and Gwen were yeah. planning on being there and saying hello to them. Sure. And... I think it's I think it's always good to uh, plan a little something, but leave a little you know whatever happens happens. To again visit Pack South for a hot minute, I planned the hotel rooms and the everything when I didn't have membership in the showcase. I was going and I was going to do something when I got there. Oh, you were, were you going to do like getting the... in the showcase was really helpful. Yeah, because there is um, an unplugged section, right? The uh, or no, no, un, yeah. unpub, uh, unpublished. The, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. So you could have done that. You could go to Unpub or you could go to the free play area. I also felt like all that was very accessible at PAX South. Like you could go there and people would be looking for something to do and find you, which they might not do at a larger convention. Right. And actually at PAX Unplugged, the Unpub area was actually hidden. So I was supposed to meet a bunch of people. I had no idea where I was supposed to be going. So I actually didn't meet everyone <laughs> I needed to meet. Oh, okay. So, but what are you going to do? It's lesson it learned, right? It was one right? of my favorite things about Unplugged too, when we were contacting each other for the first time. And I said, "Hey, why don't you come out and have a drink?" And you, and you were like, "Oh, I'm kind of tired." And I thought, "I'm the old guy." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm old. What's trust wrong me. With this <laughs> That's an old soul. I, I also came well, in. I, I also came I'm in late. Good. I came in late with my wife, and we're both like, we're both like, honestly, I think it was like ten o'clock. You sent me a message. I was ready for bed. I was, I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing tomorrow. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I want to hit you with some other, other of these questions, too, because they're not too probing. One of them is, I thought I heard that you guys had a game in progress. Do you have, <laughs> do you have a game in progress? Are you designing a game? Uh, we, okay, so... <laughs> Now. <laughs> I like this. I like this. It's the legend of the game now. Yeah, yeah. So we, as a bigger board game group, there is there's five of us that used to get together before all this happened every week, and I don't know who or uh, Mustache Matt had this idea of a game, just the ba- the basic core mechanics of the game, and we're like, well, why don't we just play it? Like we just we just decided to play it one night, and it was actually like kind of fun. It was, all, it was all right. It, was it needed okay. tweaking, right? But So we spent a couple of weeks like building up some rules and more mechanics and stuff like that. And then I made some like, you know, basic artwork on the, and, you know, and we, we actually played the game. We played it quite a lot and we were quite a lot of times and we were, we were having a lot of fun with it. And then when it came to the point of, okay, like, let's, let's do this. Let's get some play testers. You know, I think some, some of our egos got in the way and we we're like, well, we're, we don't, we don't want that negativity, and like we had, we had one. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna back it up a bit because I don't totally agree with that. Well, I, I think I think part of the issue was that like at one point, so I, I'm I'm like an organizer type person, Jim. You understand because you get are too. Popcorn, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically, at one point, we started. These are the things we need to do to get ready to kickstart it. Because the game was essentially done. The rules were essentially done. We had the concept. Right. So for me, like I started organizing. I'm like, okay, we need someone We need someone to look into marketing. We need someone to look into design. We need someone to look into research if this game even exists. Because at this point, we didn't even know. We need someone to look into like, okay, how are we going to do our media for it? How are we going to get famous? Like, It's good to, to release a game, but if you don't have any means, if you have no idea where to start, you need to do some sort of research into it, right? Right. So, yes. so then we started doing that, and then... You know, I feel less people were interested. Once the real work came out, people started, well, you know, dropping. And that could be egos. So, you can... yeah, yeah. So, and then I remember we, we did bring the game to our game night where we had a few extra people. And kind of one person was very, was critiquing it pretty hard. I don't know. Maybe he was coming from a good place or not. I don't know. But it kind of like made everyone kind of second guess what made me kind of second guess what we were doing. Right. Nope, I can relate. Yeah. And then, so eventually like we just started to stop talking about it, but well, not, not completely. Like no, we no. started doing, we started doing podcasting right. to kind of get more publicity. Right. right? And Cause then, we're like, no one, like if we have zero followers and we have zero, everything, no one's going to kickstart our game. So we're like, let's boost up our social media. Let's do some cool thing. Right. So that's how, yeah, that's how, the podcast started and that is absolutely what you should do right <laughs> and, and that's how the, our podcast started 
Yeah, so that's why we started the podcast, and we started like initially reviewing like games, like print and play games off Board Game Geek, and then you know someone messaged me on Instagram. I think our first like print and play game was uh, Moonflight, and like, hey, do you want to review our game? And we're like, well, this is kind of cool. And then that's just sort of what we've been focusing on, and it's something that we've kind of hit our stride with, and. You know, Matt and I yeah. talk about the game every now and then, and we we've we have ideas on how to like produce it. Yeah, so it's in like its third iteration, I think. So we we started off with like elements, and then we moved on to like medieval theme, and now we're in another theme that I don't know if we're, I'm not gonna quite say yet. But but like we're, we still talk about Sorry, it, and it's on the back burner. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the back burner, and I think you know I'm on vacation this week, so I think I might actually do something with it. So we'll see. Well, it, oh no, that, I was going to say, that harkens back to w- when I said I was going to sort of follow the way that the game led me, which would either be to people wanting to play it or nobody being interested in it. And like you said, the podcast became the thing, right? right. So why let that go by when it's becoming the thing? You right. want to embrace right. that. And, and that's, and I, I'm a big Brandon Sanderson fan. I, I read the Stormlight Archive, which is actually a really cool set of books they have like rule one rule per book and one of them is like journey over destination so and mm-hmm. it's and it's such mm-hmm. a cool like it makes a lot of sense it's like hey you know what we had this game idea not everyone really wanted to go that way and now we're doing this podcasting thing which i actually like right. clearly you like john kevin you like helping us i don't know you have the hard work <laughs> i feel sure. bad for you sure, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. well yeah. well for me i, I mean Sorry, go ahead, Jim. I think it's interesting you said, too, Journey Over Destination. I know developers. I'm not going to name names, but I feel like that they are so they're enjoying the journey so much that they might not ever get to the destination. And as long as they're good with that, that's fine. Right. Yeah, what brings you happiness, right? And that's that's the thing. And, like, I remember last year, my quote-unquote New Year's resolution was to focus. And, and this is what our focus was. Yeah. And a year and a half later, we're still doing it. And I'm having a ton of fun. I actually think we've had it. We've kind of hit a little bit of a growth boost a little bit. Oh, I'll venture to say if you go to like if you wear wear your logo to a new convention or whatever, you'll you'll be bumping into people now who are like, oh, Friday Night Games guys. <laughs> it's totally it's, true. I hope so. I, I, that's when I feel like I've made it when people say, oh, I know who you are. Nice. Or somebody walks up and says, I saw you on social media. So I want to try your game. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> two thumbs up. That's well, perfect. Because yeah. you spend so much time trying to make it happen and trying to get yeah. people to pay attention to the work that you do. You know, it's nice when it's happening organically. You know, because of the work that you put in, and I feel like that's if it hasn't happened, it's ha- it's gonna happen when you go to conventions. Because I mean, everybody I know knows about you, even people I don't know well. And it's a it's a question of getting out and becoming a part of a community, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or or real life, whatever. And that was what we've been doing. Like we haven't been doing this with sponsors. We haven't been doing this with people being like, "Hey, I'll give you my game if you put me on your podcast." It's all just like organic. Yeah. reach and the games that we do talk about yeah some people send it like people send us games and stuff to review and talk about on the podcast but like we're not we got we kind of stepped away from quote-unquote reviewing games what in our podcast we just we talk about the game how we played it you know what we like you know yeah. we, we leave our formal reviews to our website or, or the board game geek page and our and even our instagram doesn't really have excuse me reviews on it it's more of just like this is the overall feeling we had playing this game and I, I like I kind of like the direction we're going, and especially when we're you know doing our podcast, it's like well, well what can we do differently from the thousand other 
board game podcast. Yeah, right? like and, like we could be reviewing games, yeah. showing videos, but we'd just be another person in that crowd, right? And and the key is how do you diverge? How do you become different? Well, I also think it's cool that like you said earlier in the show that you keep asking yourselves questions, like you you assess at the beginning of this season or year and said, so how are things going? What do we need to change? What do we need to leave the same? You know, do you need more structure? Do you need less structure whatever? I feel like a game designer has to do that. Any entertainer or producer of material has to do that. So, I mean, it's good. It shows you're interested and it shows you're trying to make a better product. Absolutely. So, right. You'll find out. And as to your game, before I move on to another question, I don't know if you want another question. <laughs> yeah, um, no, so no, just, I love this. I love this. I pulled that from the last, uh, the last section, we as a game, Move Rate 20 Games as a game designing group company, we decided at the beginning of the year, definitively, we were going to work on a game about the Bridgewater Triangle, which is an occult area of geography in Massachusetts. It has everything. It has it has thunderbirds, it has puckwudgies, UFOs, men in black, witches, <laughs> demons, everything. Uh, it's, it's right out like in my backyard. Uh, so we said that's definitely what we're going to work on haven't worked on it at all uh, instead i came up with a filler game because we weren't working on the bridgewater triangle and the filler game became our focus and it's called did i even tell you ruthless old prospectors it's called i think yeah, i think you, you did i think you were talking yeah. about apex uh that, so. i'm gonna toot my horn I, I we won uh best game in development at the boston festival of indie games last awesome. year and we all dressed up like prospectors and they made a huge mine entrance with bats and rats and barrels and dynamite <laughs> uh because i'm theatrical but um it was going that way so we went that way is my point you right. know we had a plan but we moved off of the plan because something else was calling. Yeah, you so, you adapted, you, you, which is which yeah. is what you have to do, right? Like absolutely. All right, I got another question for you. I hope it's as juicy as the last one. Because you all got <laughs> just look at your faces. So I want to know, like, what possessed you when I said, "Hey, complete strangers, would you like to come to San Antonio and demo my game?" <laughs> what made you say yes? I can answer this. I can answer this question. Go for it, John. So I, I run the Instagram, and you were one of the first accounts I followed. Okay. So I remember looking at Mission to Planet Hex early on in our Instagram I don't know, career, I guess is the right word. Yeah. Well, and I remember when you started to pay attention. I really do. Right. And I remember, like, I remember you asked, like, I think I asked you at one point, you know, where I can get it. And, you know, you said you're demoing at conventions and blah, blah, blah. And then Matt said he was going to PAX Unplugged. And I said, you need to go play this game. And if you can buy it, bring me home a copy. And <laughs> so it, just and just as a note, John's always about <laughs> if you give me a copy of this game, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. So if Matt can go to a convention, I can't. He's gonna bring me home something I want. And and so I think yes, dear. I think him meeting you and and playing the game, and he came home. He's like, this is actually one of the best games I played at the convention. Honestly, oh. honestly. And Thank you. That's truth. That's what Matt said. So a couple weeks after the convention, you sent that email. I, Matt's like, okay, you know, you can go, John, if you want, because I went to the last convention. And I was like, I just sort of just asked my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to Texas. Are you cool with that? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, for what? I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to go demo. I'm going to go demo a board game at a convention. Um, Some guy we never met. Matt's exactly. met him once. Matt's met him once. 10 minutes, 50 minutes, however long we chatted for. And then she was like, sure. And it was just sort of like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, a, we, we didn't give it a second thought. It was more like, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Cause, cause we know the board game community yeah. is all about support and connections and 
you know, really helping each other out as far as what, what I've experienced. Sure. You know, I'm, I agree. I'm sure that there's some people that aren't, aren't right. like that. There's but, always edge cases, but. but even like, you know, bigger board game people that I've met they're you know, if they can't help, help us out with what they need, they give us some sort of advice. You know, like we, yeah. we asked, we asked a company, Hey, can we get this game? This is our idea. We, we have an idea to do with it. We have an idea. They're like, Nope, you don't have our follower, like our recommended following count yet. But if you, if you, you know, do these things, we'll, we'll be on more on our radar. We'll keep, you know, sure. we'll keep in touch. And, and that's, that's the, you know, those are the things that help. And for me, I was like, so originally I'm like, okay, I went to PAX Unplugged. John, I want you to go with Jim. This is a great opportunity. I always see things as opportunities. Right. So, sure. oh, oh, amen. So I'm like, you know, Jim's inviting us to do this. You know, we want to get bigger and better. This is a good experience for us. Right. And then, and then I started feeling, so then you said yes. And then I started feeling a little bit of remorse. I'm like, you know, I went to PAX Unplugged, PAX Unplugged alone. It was, it, it was great experience, but I really needed more people there. I remember <laughs> you saying that. Yeah. And so like, well, and it is hard to go alone. I, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, I need to be there too. I need to be there to at least to help you out, make a good connection and help you out, Jim. And then for you, John, support you because you, you know, you had goals too. You wanted to go talk to people. I'm not really like, I'm a pretty good teacher. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good sociable yeah. when I'm like demoing a game, yeah. you know, I could become intimate after, but I'm not very good when it comes to like, you know, here's a stranger, go meet them. I'm like, it takes me a lot of energy to. We like, found out that like, I don't have that energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you, it is much easier to go to a convention alone when you've set up the network that we've been talking about. For example, right. uh, go to any large convention now, and you're gonna see me, and you're gonna see the Fire Tower people. So there's three people already, probably four, because Zach is always there. Um, <laughs> he is so good to me, but. That, that has helped me. For, for example, I mean, uh, I remember the first time I went to PAX East and I was terrified and I knew one person. Now, four years in, my this, I think this past one was my fourth one, you go in and and people who don't know that you know everybody are going, why do you know everybody? <laughs> like It's just developing relationships, you know, trying to reach out, see what other people have got going on. So, I mean, that's something that where, where you're early on in the process, it, it's a good idea to go together. And you may, you may be more comfortable going separately. But I'm going to compliment you now, Matt. So, Thank so you. cover your ears. I meet hundreds of people. And when I was thinking about it, I mean, in, at PAX Unplugged, you made a, a completely positive impression. And uh, you're also in my Kickstarter video. So, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go with that. But you're smiling. Um, I, I said, you know, well, who could I invite? And I thought, I'll bet they're looking for opportunities to go to big conventions. It's so enticing to me anyways, to have an exhibitor badge. The difference between a general pass and an exhibitor oh, badge sweet. is great. You know, it's like it's like having blood on the doorway. They just, they don't throw you out. Yeah. They don't tell you you shouldn't be here, yeah. you know. And there's I, free I beer. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured it would work out. Like I said, I got, a good, I got good vibes from you, Matt. Yeah. Thank and you, thank you. I was not disappointed. And I figured, John, you know, if I got good vibes from Matt and his judgment was good, his friends would be good people. And it worked out so well. And it's that leap of faith, like like I was saying earlier, that you have to make with game design. Sometimes you have to do that with people, too. I mean, be cautious. Don't be foolish. 
Uh, absolutely. You know, honest, honestly, Jim, I met with a lot of people at PAX Unplugged too, and you gave me a very good impression too. So I'm like, okay, Jim's friendly enough. He seems like he's there. Like you're definitely there for your game, but it sounds, but you're a very human. Yeah. I had a very human conversation with you and I, and I could and see I that right away. That. I try not to be that guy on the back of the carnival wagon too much because that turns people off. Yes. You know what I mean? That you, you you give a, a fake impression and they start thinking that about your game. You just try and make a connection. But it is, like you said, it's a community. It's about making connections. I, I love it. It's one of my favorite things is just going to conventions and meeting people. Yeah. yeah. I, I only have lame questions. I don't know. If oh, yeah. Let's people. do it. <laughs> <laughs> but my last two questions was a very brief question. John, what was it like meeting me for the first time at 3 a.m. in your undies? <laughs> <laughs> were you naked? Oh, were no, you naked? No, or was naked. The very last humiliation <laughs> for me was I was sticking the key in the door and it was not opening the door. I must have twenty times to John just opened the door and he was like, "Get in, get in here." <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just funny because because I got to San Antonio so early and like my flight, there was nothing like all my flights were on time. I got there and then I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be a minute." Matt and I don't want to hear this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, we're so uh, late. Yeah, and and I was just like, okay. And I started walking around. I was able to put my bags in like the room at the hotel, or not like our room, but they had like a little bag storage area. Yeah. So I went to I went to I went for a walk, and I was like, because I was kind of like I was, I was tired because I got up really early and it was like yeah. you know, I was up for like thirteen hours or something, and plane rides drained me for I don't know why, but so I went for a walk, got some fresh air, and I was like really exploring. And I was gonna go to one of the movies, but I was like, ah, I'm a little too tired for a movie. So I just went back to the hotel. So I was sitting there and I was just working on some Friday night game stuff, and then. I had my headphones on, and the the concierge lady is like, "Hey, hey!" <laughs> so I kind of like heard this noise, and she's like, "You can go to the room. You can go to your room." And I was like, at like uh, almost one in the morning. Whoa, you're up till one in the morning? Just yeah, like twelve. Or... It was like twelve, twelve thirty, or something like that. I don't remember. Which is but... also like yeah. a, is a time difference Success. too. Yeah, and uh, Jim was working really hard for me to get in that hotel room when he was waiting at the airport. Every time I landed. <laughs> I called said, would you please let whoever is there into the room <laughs> yeah and so i got up there and i was up there for i don't know for a little bit i just felt bad because zach was in the same position as i was he was at the airport the entire time <laughs> yes. so if i if i would have known that i just would have met him at the airport yeah hung out with him well and he thought i was gonna land and you know it was it was a it was a strange situation but yeah. again it speaks to your character that you didn't freak out at me you, you weren't an angry person when I met you, no. and we all managed to pull it together the next day. So kudos to you. But yeah. I do think it was a funny and memorable introduction. Yeah, no, but it, but yeah. it was funny because it, cause it was for everybody. So like I was yeah. like, I, just, I got to the hotel room, and I was like, okay, I'm laying down, and I kind of fell asleep. And then Zach came in, and I was like, okay, I'm meeting this dude for the first time. <laughs> And and he was like and he was super nice and we actually we got along pretty like right away and then and then Matt came in and I was like hey man I'm just going to bed now. <laughs> well, well, you gave me a big hug. Which yeah, yeah. I, I do appreciate. You. you guys are safe. You guys are safe. <laughs> and uh, when he came in, it you know it was just like letting in my buddy who who locked himself out of the house. I don't know. Like it was just <laughs> it wasn't a big deal that you know like we were there to help you out and. Yeah. You know, you, you, you were safe. You landed, you got to the in, hotel. In, in my we mind, it's like, it. it's like, it was actually the best way to meet each other. We're all in this high stress situation. Yeah. How do you act in a high stress situation? If we're all freaking out. Then you know that, <laughs> you know, the next well, day we're like going to be freaking out. The ship. Right. Yeah. So if I come in and I'm unruly and irritated and an angry person, it's going to kind of set the tone for the weekend. So I was like, all right, it's all good. 
I had this elaborate list of things I was going to do, and I ended. It ended up being plug in all your electronic devices and go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Work, works like a charm. It works. It. <laughs> We're adaptable. My very last question is sappy and silly and game related, and it just says, "What do you think Canada will make of Mission to Planet X? Is there a difference between?" Uh, the games you play there and the games in the United States? Or is it all the same thing? It's, it's mostly the same. Yeah. But I think we're more like open and accepting to like brand new ideas. So it probably will be accepted a lot. Of, wow, this is a really deep <laughs> answer. Wait, wait, are we? Are we? Uh, yeah. Where this is coming from is, for example, it's made a splash in Germany because they like like Euro slash crunchy games. I talked to a lot of German people who are like, oh, hey, lots of pieces, lots of details. Whereas, yeah. for instance, in Boston, they're like, we like simple and streamlined. What are you doing? But, you know, in San Antonio, you know, oh, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. So I was like, is there, a, it's more of a question about, is there a cultural um, idea or a regional idea about what are good games, what are not good games, that kind of thing. It's tough because where we are, like our city is very Americanized because we're, right, we're, we're a border city. Right, that's right. But I think... You know, places like Toronto, there's a there's a big board game community there as well. And I think everyone there is playing the same games. Like, I don't think there's any, like, one style of mm-hmm. game that, quote-unquote, Canadians enjoy more. I think people do follow trends. Specifically yes. me. Specifically Matt. Because <laughs> um, basically, like, what I see online and stuff like that, there's a lot of, like, right now, like, Gloomhaven's everyone's talking about because they just released that. Uh, no, of course, Frosthaven. It was everywhere. Frosthaven, and they had an expansion that people are yeah, mentioning that, that, that came in, or people are just getting yeah. it now, that they're all playing. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I feel I feel like the trends are very similar between, say, Toronto and or Windsor or Ontario and, and the rest of the world. Or sorry, not the rest of the world, uh United States specifically. Right. Like you, like your game, it does have a lot of pieces, every card's different, but I, I feel like it kinda hits a nice sweet spot between easy and hard, right? Because it's not as complicated as it could be and it's not as easy as it could be. So I yes. feel like it does actually hit a very large audience. Yeah, and it's very accessible. I have a quote from a friend who said basically that verbatim. Sorry, John. <laughs> oh, nice. And and you know, your game is very accessible and it's easy to play, easy to learn, and easy to teach. So I think it will be well received yeah. over here. I think Fingers crossed. Yeah, I think I think it will. And and, and honestly I think I, I don't know, I, I feel like Canadians like we, we have the, we have all the same stuff, right? If it's tr- Well, I don't know. <laughs> well wh- when you do when, really you, hoping... when you do come to visit to... us someday when that border ever opens <laughs> you are welcome to come visit us when you do ever come to visit well, obviously we'll give you all the canadian tour of uh, where our town's famous for pizza so we're gonna eat a lot of pizza obviously have some ketchup chips uh, you can taste our version of smarties <laughs> what's the restaurant what's the restaurant that we're gonna go to with the 900 hundred dollar chicken Oh, that's in San Antonio. <laughs> that's in San Antonio. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you said you. It's. I can't remember what it is now. It's in oh, Canada. The, the keg. Basics food. Oh, you're, oh, you're saying how the the chicken, John? Don't you remember the chicken? You're saying it was like going to like oh Swiss Chalet or Swiss Chalet. Swiss Chalet. Oh, we're totally going to Swiss Chalet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that place. I'll bring my brother. Here's, here's, here's a little bit of San Antonio trivia. If you hadn't gone, Matt. I was asking my friend who lived in Detroit. Oh, get out of town, really? 
Yeah, he was in my Dungeons and Dragons group, and he oh, was all gung ho, but he wasn't able to make it. He's a writer, and he's he just finished a manuscript, and so it would have been ironic that you know geographically the two people who were going to be joining us would have be like right next to each other. That's hilarious. Uh, so we'll all have to rendezvous at the border. I'll I'll invite Bobby along, and and we can all go to the Swiss chalet. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. We'll have a fun time. <laughs> I'm discovering things about Canada. I said Swiss chalet, and I just discovered a sitcom and now i can't remember the name of it letter something a letter, letter Kenny. <laughs> and i was just like what is this i have to ask these guys to explain it to me <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen I've it i've never seen it either actually <laughs> or canadian i don't know well we did see one of the guys at the comedy thing that we went to he for, was pretty funny for uh one of our friends birthdays, one of our friends birthdays. he was he's one he was one of the actors in the show but as far as that goes i don't know <laughs> I don't know anything about anything that's trendy in the USA either. <laughs> Too old to begin the training. <laughs> well, I made a I made a program to, to catch all the trends. That's how old I'm getting. I'm like, well, I'll never figure it out. So I'll just make this pro yeah. computer program to catch it for me. <laughs> it's called Make Me Hip. <laughs> Basically. Run. Also, execute. also give me hips, because I heard those things run out when you get older too. So. <laughs> Oh, no. I have teenage niece and nephew, and they just look at me. They just <laughs> look at everything I say. I just, I just don't know anything. You know, it's it's very oh, cute. They, they don't love me anymore. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> It's going to make me sad. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I always say, this sums it up. I say, I made a game. They're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they have a copy at their house. Oh, that they have my not Lord. See a lot of it. <laughs> But I love them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've, I'm out of questions with which to torture you. <laughs> no, there's no torture there. I love questions like that. I live for it. <laughs> you guys, you guys came to life answering them. I, that was very interesting for me as a fake host. <laughs> well, you, did, you did a very good job as a fake host. You could be a real host Thank if you really you. wanted to. We'll we'll support the gym show. <laughs> oh, I bow to a skill far defter than my own. and thank you all for listening if you like what you hear don't forget to leave us a review on apple podcasts or hit that follow button on your favorite streaming platform is there a game you'd like for us to check out or talk about or have you created a game and want us to preview it let us know by emailing us at info at fridaynight.games and don't forget to check us out on our social medias instagram at friday night games underscore official or twitter at friday night gms and don't forget to check back on Friday for our next episode. And remember, it's Friday night, and let's have some fun.